This is a homo's modern life production. Into every generation a slayer is born. I sent Sarah Michelle Geller an Instagram message today. <laughs> I don't think she'll respond to me. But hey, you know what? It's worth a shot. SMG. And hey, if she were, if she responds while we're on the podcast, I told her we're about to record this. Um, I'll see what happens. But Remember anyway. that time you died on your own TV show? <laughs> and came back? Remember when you got killed off in the first season of your own damn TV show? Yeah, I have so many questions about that, but we'll get into it because we're here to talk about what? We're here to talk about what, Buffy, because it's what? Sickening. (laughs) Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Tyler. And this is Slay Queen Slay. A Buffy the Vampire Slayer Watchcast. I'm just going to hold up the peace sign the whole time. Yay. Yay. Support of love and peace and... Vampire Slayage, and we're here covering season one, episode twelve, the se- season one finale mm-hmm. of it's, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's the end of it all. I'm just kidding. It's not. Could it's have been. It could I have know. been the end of it all. It would have been a good. It would have been a good ending, all things considered. They did definitely write it as if I feel like they weren't going to get another season. I would say the end is pretty seriously nigh. Very nigh. Nice. Very nigh. Very, nice. very seriously nigh. nigh. <laughs> um, so this episode is called uh, Prophecy Girl. Prophecy Girl. Um, I uh, typed my there notes. Were not, there were not really exciting alternate titles to this one. Sadly. No. No. Um, one was Mission Girl, which was like, Mission what? Girl. Mission Girl. Like, okay. A mission for uh, what? The end of the world, final clash. Uh, I thought it said final class, and I was like, "That's that's good." One of them was just prediction. It's <laughs> not nearly as um, intriguing as prophecy. No, the name. So, what happens in this episode? Well, <laughs> as we heard before, the end is nigh, the and. End is nigh. Uh, basically, uh, Giles gets a really old book. It says that if Buffy's going to fight the master, she's going to die, which like, seems like this should have been figured out ahead of time. Like the minute the master started coming on, like, I don't know why it took Angel so long to give him this fucking book (laughs) when he knew it was going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. If he had known about the codex this whole time, why did, why did he just bring it up? Last episode, mm. that he can mm. go find this codex. Yeah, doesn't make you know. sense. Um, and then uh, Buffy doesn't know about this prophecy, and then she kind of hears about the prophecy. She has a little mini tantrum and breaks down, um, and then some shit happens. And she goes, oh, wait, no, 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 I'm the Slayer. That's right. I got to do this. So then she becomes a Slayer again. So then she goes to try to fight the Master. And then she dies. And then she don't die. And then, boom. There you go. That's the episode. Goodbye. 
So I, mean, I did like that they started this episode, though, with a recap of everything the Master has done since they've mostly ignored him all season. Right. Yeah, exactly. You got to catch us up on, you know, the Master storyline and a little bit of the Angel storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get us, get us uh, back into the groove. Like, forget all the witches, little centipede people or uh, uh, praying mantis people and everything, because that had nothing to do with any of this. No. Um, nothing at all. And then once we finish the little recap, we jump into Xander confessing his feelings to, at the moment, an unknown woman. And then the camera pans, and it's Willow, just wide-eyed and in love. Mm -hmm. Just wrapped. uh. Enveloped into all of it. Um, But we soon realize that he's rehearsing to ask Buffy out for the spring fling. Um, Which also makes me believe that what they were talking in the last episode wasn't the spring fling or actually the last episode was just like a lead into this. So like Cordelia won May queen, which made her in charge of the spring fling, which I don't think that's how that works. No, I think it was, I think they were talking about the spring fling last episode. And so May queen is just the queen of the spring, but spring fling queen is kind of hard to say. Yeah. I will say they do. Oh yeah, they, well, uh, well, so they, they go totally, back and forth between prom and spring prom, fling. Yeah, they abandon it. They like drop in a line for Joyce where she's like prom or spring spring fling or whatever it is. Yeah, they're like, why did we so, decide to do this? Yeah, they were like, why did we call it spring fling? It's just prom. Mm-hmm. So a little uh, retconning there, I feel like to a what retcon retroactive continuity. Oh. Wow. When a show kind of like rewrites its own history in order to make new things make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, so uh, Xander's like, Xander's practicing all this and he goes, no, 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 I've got to do this for Buffy. And Willow's like, well, Buffy's not here, so you can keep practicing on me. Like, uh, like he's not talking about practicing kissing Willow. No, she's just, she just wants to be touched, you know? She just wants to feel something. Um, but same, but, don't we all right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I think Xander asked, oh. "What's Buffy doing right now?" Um, and Willow goes the usual, and then we cut to Buffy flying through the air next up to a fogged up car. As Cordelia, who has a huge role in this whole episode, like Cordelia is <laughs> now part of the squad for sure. Kind um, of, yeah. I mean, she's definitely a she's in the know of a all jump the in assistant. Yeah. Um, so she's in the car making out with this boy while basic while Buffy's basically saving her life again, fighting a vampire, and she notes that it's the third one in one night. Giles would be so proud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you think that the guy that Cordelia was in the car with was the guy from the last episode, Mitch? Because I definitely did. No, his name was Kevin. And yeah, turned out his name was Kevin. I was like, oh. Oh, no, she dumped Kevin. Remember, he's all black and blue and ugly now. You mean Mitch? Or whoever. Yeah, I don't know. Can't keep up with the Cordelia's men. Who can? Um, And then uh, Giles, we go to Giles in the library and he's researching the night away. Reading the prophecies. And he realizes that the prophecy says the master shall rise and the slayer dot dot dot. Oh, my God. 
Yes. Um, and then, and then an the, earthquake. Yeah, but I like how they do the little Jurassic Park, like, rumble in the coffee, you know? Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh. And it's a citywide earthquake. Everyone's affected. Yes. Uh, and then the library splits open. Yeah. Splits in half. Our poor headquarters. Just ruined in shambles. Damaged. Uh, you know, people are, are practicing good earthquake protocol. Giles gets in a doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy's outside, so I guess it doesn't really matter. It's also California. I feel like they're used to these. Xander and Willow get under some stairs at the bronze, which actually didn't seem like a good idea, because if those came down, they would have died. Yep, absolutely. Um, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then we pan to the master, because he's trying to get out. He yells, shake the earth, and then looks at the anointed one kid and says, what do you think, a 5.1? <laughs> you said that like May oh, West. May West. <laughs> what do you think oh, about that? Think? Like a, mm, Why don't you come on up and slay me sometime? You know. Why don't you come up and quake me sometime? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Um, have you watched this week's Drag Race? Yes, I have. Died. Okay. Uh, and then we get the main regular intro. Yeah. You know it. You know it by this point. If you don't know it, are you even watching Buffy? If you don't know it by this point, you will know it by the end of this episode. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, We see Giles is visibly shaken and disheveled, and the library is fucking busted. Um, Also, Giles... The library is officially closed. For repairs. Um, No reading. Giles is being really, really weird, and Buffy's trying to give just, like, her daily touch base of, like... All the work, like every good manager relationship. FYI, I killed three vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if you're impressed. Don't know if you're impressed. Don't know if you're like tracking this somewhere for like my quarterly review. <laughs> but um, just want to make sure you knew. Um, and she's even like, why are you ignoring me? I worked so hard. I even broke a nail. This is a press on. And it was. And it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And, oh, then, and then he doesn't seem to care. No, not at all. He's distracted. He is in his own world in the same outfit that he's been in for like 72 hours. Um, she drops another one of those lines that I, it's like one of those classic Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, I'm a slayer that goes to high school kind of lines. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine. That's okay. I can't put it off any longer. I have to meet my terrible fate. What? Biology. Classic. Classic. Remind her that she does go to school and she does go to class and be a responsible student. Mm -hmm. And that some of the things that she dreads the most are academic. Mm -hmm. I don't know how she's going to graduate. She's going to get held back. I don't know how she get to college. Jesus. Um, I know it's coming. I'm just like trying to figure out how. Um, Brando. Brando. (laughs) Buffy, Willow, and Xander are walking down... Oh, I did my BWX instead of GWX. Uh, are walking down the hall after biology. Xander's like, hey, Willow, don't you have, like, this thing you have to go do? Right? What like, thing? What oh, thing? Oh, the like, thing. Like, bitch, can you get out of here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so busy with that thing that's, like, 
over there. You know, I'm going to go over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have like such a cringe moment for uh, poor Xander. Um, uh, yeah, a whole cringe conversation. Yeah, he like tries to get into it. Um, he tr- he tries to like start smooth and then just like abandons it and just like bluntly asks her out. Yep. And Buffy's like Which seems to totally catch her off guard because she does not see Xander that way at all. Oh, uh, I think she knew it was coming. She just didn't want it to come. You know what I mean? Mm. So she's like, she knew it was coming, but she's like also preparing for this conversation in her head. But she Did didn't she expect it really to come like this moment. Different to you during this conversation? She looked really sad and serious, and yeah. like compared to the way Buffy's been with everything else, like I don't feel like she would have been this serious in real life. Mm. You know, what I mean, she'd been like, oh. Oh no! Oh, don't you don't I like mean, me? Stop she's it! She's just not used to letting down a close friend, I guess. I guess um, these people are not your friends, Buffy. They're your employees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, um, so Xander, uh, there's a couple of notable lines in this conversation. The first one. Anna, Anna, you're one of my best friends. You and Willow. Well, Willow's not looking to date you. Or if she is, she's playing it pretty close to the chest. Now, knowing what we know about Willow. What do we know about Willow? Oh, well, that she likes some of us Things about Willow. Future stuff that we know oh, about she, Willow. Is she going to be a lesbian? Um, that's just a funny uh, foretelling line. Uh, Willow never falls in love with Buffy, I don't think, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, Willow's, Willow doesn't seem like she would be. She's not Buffy doesn't seem her type. No. I see I see Willow too... with more like a like a butch but lipstick lesbian. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a lips then... like a lipstick but like dominant, you know? Oh. Dominant. Like yeah, like Willow wants to be tied up. She doesn't want to do the tying up, you know? Hmm. Interesting. Uh and then the other <laughs> <laughs> oh, the prediction. Uh, that's just funny. Uh, the other, the line that really like packed a punch, like a gut punch in this was. Uh, I just don't think of you that way. I'll try. I'll wait. So sad. Xander. No. Forget it. I'm not him. And I guess the guy's got to be undead to make time with you. That's really harsh. That's really harsh. You guys gotta be dead to make time with you. That's harsh, Sander. He's such a little sourpuss. Like, maybe you should just, like, stop hanging. boy. Maybe if this stuff pisses you off so much, maybe you should just, like, leave them all alone. You know what I mean? Like, no one's forcing you to do any of this stuff. No one is forcing you to spend time with her. Okay? (laughs) Sander, just go away. I'm just kidding. You're kind of hot. I would have said yes. Um... So then, back in the game, uh, we have some, well, we have some solemn, depressing music playing as we transition from the library um, into the library where Giles is on the phone with someone he needs to see desperately. Um, and who is back? 
Miss Calendar, she's back, our cyber pagan queen. Um, And she's waiting at the door. Also, I noted she looks a little different. Does she? I don't know what it is, but there's something about her that looks like a little different to me. Um, She says that some monk's been emailing her about the anointed one. And Giles is like, I need to talk to them. Um, And she's like, you haven't told me why or like what's going on. And he's just like, just fucking do it. Bossy Giles. Giles is not nice anymore. Giles is a mean person. Well, he's afraid Buffy's going to die. He's a little protective. He just doesn't want to like teach someone how to do it again. Really, it's just laziness. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we get the the end is seriously nigh. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of other things happening besides the earthquake. There's a lot of like, so I typed my notes for this. I typed it and I have eight pages of notes. Jesus. Yeah. I didn't realize it. I was like, oh, I'm not going to have that many at first. I was like, I only have like two pages. And then I finished it and I was like, oh my God. Um, Because there's just so many like storylines going at once. Yeah. From like Cordelia's whole storyline to the Buffy and Xander thing, the Xander and Angel thing. Cordelia's whole (laughs) storyline. Yeah. Does have a storyline? Yes, she's finally found love with Kevin. Yes. Okay. We'll get to it. I missed Um, that. Oh no, she had a whole conversation with Willow about it. Uh, Okay. Um, so back to Cordelia anyway, she's now walking with her boyfriend in the hall, Kevin. Cordelia spots Willow and is like, oh my god, hey, I love your outfit. Um, Willow's Willow, like, no, you know. No, you don't. She's <laughs> like, you're right, but I need a favor. Um, and this is when I said, I guess being May Queen makes you plan the spring fling. I don't understand any of this because, uh, student, I'm pretty sure, like, we had like an elect, like a volunteer committee to plan prom because four or five people said they wanted to do it. And then it ended up just being me, not bitter, but also. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you said you planned your prom and you didn't go to your prom. Yeah, I I was the sole person. I was the only one to plan it. Did uh, you put that on your resume? Did you bring that up in your interview when you interviewed for your current job? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Great. Looks great on an event coordinator. If you start in high school planning events, um, <laughs> uh-huh. uh huh. Where am I? Oh, Willow spots Xander while she's talking to um, Cordelia alone in an empty classroom. Um, also, how do they always find empty classrooms? Like I could never just like walk in and hang in out in someone's it classroom because every teacher. classroom, yeah, every classroom belonged to a teacher. For the most yeah. part, we didn't have, at least for us, we didn't have like rotating classrooms. Uh, uh, we had a mix. Our like our coaches that were teachers and coaches, they shared a classroom for a lot of it, but they also taught like the same subject. So like they would both teach like some version of like history or social studies. So like it was just like a shared space for the two of them or something like that. So, but yeah. And always, I, I was, I don't know how they're always finding time for this. Um, same where they have this little like TV room. Um, but actually, that's yeah. a lot. What was that? Was that like a senior lounge? I get so actually, let me back up because I did go to high school. I finished my high school in a much larger 
school, I went from like 500 people in my whole high school to like 500 people in my class. And in that school, there definitely were empty classrooms. There was definitely like hangout space because like we had homeroom where we just like hung out in like a certain portion of the library or something like that. It was really strange. Um, guess it depends on you tell us what was your school like? Um, what did you do? Did you hang <laughs> out? Did you call to the listeners? Did you loiter? Did you loiter in high school? If so, where did you loiter? You know? Um, your lounge. Oh, you're lucky. We didn't have that shit. We had outside. We had a we had our own table. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, uh, she goes to talk to Xander because he's obviously upset because he's throwing a ball against the wall. Mm-hmm. What else? That's does that classic mean? sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says he's upset about Buffy. Blah blah blah. But he's like, I have a great idea. You and I can just go to prom together. Mm-hmm. And we can have fun without her. And Willow's like, no. Uh-uh. I am not no man's second choice. No cast-off leftover bitch. No. She is no man's second woman. Mm-hmm. She is a prime piece of She meat. is not a consolation. Mm-mm. Um, Zan just basically ruined his whole life for everyone around. Because now... He'll never have Buffy, and he'll never have his backup. Yep. Willow would have been that person that's like, you know what, if we're not married by 30, let's get married, but I hope we secretly do it more for then. Me with all my straight guy friends, you know? We'll just, you know, we'll just make it happen, you know? Uh, And she's like, well, I'll see you Monday. And he goes... He goes, that's okay. I'm going to go home and listen to country music. The music of pain. Which is true, because it's painful to listen to. Mm-hmm. Also, um, yeah, so he goes back and when he's in his room later, he's listening to Patsy Cline. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that song well. I oh. my, my parents listened to two radio stations growing up. The Country Music Channel or Dove, the Christian Music Channel. Oh. Yeah. What was our Christian music channel? Probably the Dove. No. Ba-ba! Mm-mm. Okay. Um, cut to nighttime. In parentheses, I wrote, Why are all the students still here? It's pitch black outside. There's <laughs> <laughs> still people hanging out. Like, if it had just been Buffy, like, I get it. Like, maybe she was just, like, changing right. after school or whatever. Or she's got Slayer things to talk to Giles about. Right. It makes sense and for Giles her to have a... Giles lives at the library, obviously, so... Yeah, we've never seen his home. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people live in this school. All signs point to Giles lives at the library. Mm-hmm. Um, cut to nighttime. Uh, Buffy has a stake as the students walk by, her leather jacket, and Angel's cross on. Um, she then goes to wash her hands, and the sink is just spouting blood. Blood. Nothing mm-hmm. but blood. She seems kind of, like, concerned, but, like, here we fucking go again. That's kind of the attitude that I got there. Now I guess I gotta go. You gotta what? You froze. Well, uh, okay. technical difficulties. Techni- okay, we're back. Say that again? Yep. Uh... You know, gotta go tell Giles. Uh huh. She goes to tell she heads Giles to the library, 
And who does she find in the library? Um, I'm going to give you two guesses. Uh, he's a vampire, and his name is Angel. Oh, okay. Is it Angel? Oh, my God, yeah. So <laughs> she sees Angel and Giles talking, which, to her knowledge, they've never met. Because in the last episode when they met, Giles didn't tell her about it. Uh-huh. So she's got to be like, I forgot about what that. the fuck? I Defect. forgot that they haven't really met. Yeah, yeah, Giles kept kept it a secret. Um, and so she's just kind of like lurks around the corner, mm-hmm. like listens in and overhears the fact that there is a prophecy mm-hmm. that she's going to face the master and die. So right as soon as she heard this, I don't know if it was my Hulu or if it was like a commercial break built into the actual thing, but I had a really weird commercial break right here. Yeah, and there was an actual commercial break, yeah. Okay, because well, I mean, comes... like, there was a spot for a commercial break when I was watching it. Okay, because then it comes back and Buffy is just maniacally, like, having, like, a panic attack laughing. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, the fuck? Okay. Um... So, yeah, she comes back and she's laughing and she's like, so that's it, huh? Well, this As conversation a, is like a whole scene, like yeah. a whole thing. She was going for her Emmy right here. Yeah, because she starts out laughing, having this like hysterical breakdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, the yelling, the like, then tell me my future. Read some bones. Mm-hmm. Flip some tarot cards. Uh, mm-hmm. She didn't actually... She said something like that. Uh, oh, she was so... She went through all the stages of grief, right? Uh-huh. Like denial, anger, depression. Because uh, I clipped this one line from it. That it was just so sad. Uh, oh, fine. I'm 16 years old. I don't want to die. So sad. Bitch, you are not 16 either, <laughs> bitch. Like, uh, she doesn't want to die. Uh, my favorite thing in here, too, is Angel. She basically tries to just quit being the Slayer. Like, yeah. fuck my two weeks. I'm out of here. Done. <laughs> no and Angel's like, Angel's like, we just need to stay calm and figure out a way. And she's like, I did figure out a way. I quit, remember? Um, also, right as soon as she says, I'm 16-year-old, I don't want to die, she rips off Angel's necklace yes. and throws it at him. Uh, uh, Which I noticed, I noticed that when I was re-watching it, uh-huh. like clipping out scenes, but I don't remember when she gets it back. I don't, I don't think she ever did. I think maybe no, she just... No, because when she was facing the master, she was wearing it. She must have gotten it back from him when she goes back when she decides that she's not going to quit anymore because she's temperamental and can't keep her mind up. Mind. Make, uh, make her mind up. Uh, and then we, this is when we cut to Willow sitting at home working on things. She feels a little bad for telling Xander no, so she tries to call him. He won't um, answer. And he's on the bed like Kim Kardashian style in that meme <laughs> where she's like this, you know? Uh, and his phone is on the bed, so obviously he was expecting a phone call. And then someone calls, and he just picks it up and, like, puts it down. Like, blocks her call. Remember how you used to hang up phones? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a lot of, like, cut twos in the next, like, just a lot of cut twos. <coughs> 
Um, then we cut to Buffy at uh, home with her mom checking on her. Her mom's uh, like... She's like looking at an old photo album, mm-hmm. just like reminiscing. Apparently the song she's listening to here is called Inconsolable. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Um, Buffy also, we're reminded where Buffy picks up her quick wit in nature for a quip, um, where her mom goes, hey, are you full from that bite of dinner you had? Almost, no, mm-hmm. almost had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's, but, and Buffy just like jumps in, she's like, let's get away, mom. Let's have mom. a mother-daughter weekend. Let's go to spa. Like, let's, let's get our nails done. Elma and Louise this shit. Yeah. Um, and her mom's like, aren't you going to go to like the spring fling? And this is where they do it. Spring yeah. fling or the prom or whatever it's called. Buffy's all shifty. Like, no. Um, she's like, no one asked you. And she doesn't answer. She goes, oh, the wrong person asked you, didn't they? And she's, she's so like, insightful. she's such a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes, well, it's probably the wrong time. I went out and bought you a dress because you Just looked at it full once count. and you had no opinion on it or choice. She's like, and we it can't looks have- like a wedding dress. It does look like a wedding dress. Oh, my God. It looks just like a wedding dress. It looks like something out of uh, that Romeo and Juliet movie where Juliet with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, where Juliet's like going to marry him or something. A virgin's gown. That's what it looks virgin. like. A virgin. I got you this virgin gown. <laughs> you ready to be deflowered at your prom? Um, and then yeah, she's like, Buffy "We can't... died before she lost her virginity." I know. Um, she... I don't know if she's still a virgin. It's a Buffy. Are you kidding me with that rack? Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, she has been really busy. Like, what free time does she have? Um, yeah. but uh, oh, she definitely hasn't lost her virginity. Never mind. No, okay. Um, Buffy's like, We can't afford this. She goes, With the way you're eating, we can. Um, she's like, I can't go alone. And she goes, Why not? I went to prom and it was only shitty for an hour, and then I stole your dad away from his prom date, and then you were conceived. Yep. Um, and then cut to <laughs> like, let's leave that story untalked about. Uh, cut to Cordelia uh, and Willow walking down the hall discussing plans for Spring Fling. This is what I was talking yeah. about. Cordelia Kevin didn't bring the sound equipment. And she's not mad because she thinks he's so cute. She is in love. She's that's I'm telling you, this is a new leaf for Cordelia. She's feeling emotions. She's being nice to Willow. Like she's actually working with Willow, not telling Willow what to do, which is yeah. Different. Okay. Different. Um, hey, I dumb bitch Darla got. She's Remy, acknowledging so like, people I, for their strengths and mm-hmm. you know being collaborative. Uh, well, you know when you take on a leadership role such as uh, May Queen, mm-hmm. then you really either have to step into the role and really accept the responsibilities and listen to your delegates, or mm-hmm. you're going to fail. Yep. Um. And Speaking then, of failure, let's talk about the five kids that failed to live. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like, they find them like sitting in this little senior lounge, I guess, uh, watching cartoons, watching Porky Pig. Right? Yeah, Porky Pig. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, that's so cute. That's not cute. It's annoying. I'm annoyed. We're annoyed. And Willa goes, yeah, we're annoyed. 
Um, and the camera pans to the front angle of the couch, and we see the whole boy squad has been murdered by vampires. Everyone in this room is dead. Mm-hmm. I so think then, there were a couple of girls in there. <laughs> Cordelia opens the door, and Kevin falls out. And I said, he dead, girl. Oh. Um, Willow walks in to see all the murdered kids, on the and the blood on the TV as Porky Pig plays. And she spends... A long time watching this, like a long, like you can tell there is deep trauma being formed here. Like she is never going to be able to see Porky Pig again. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut to Buffy trying on the prom gown uh, slash uh, trying on her wedding dress, her, wedding, um, her virgin dress. Yeah, her mom busts in and is like, "Something's wrong with Willow." So it's then. Willow. Buffy throws on a jacket and runs to Willow sitting on her bed, like some kind of like final death scene. You know what I mean? Like this is the end. Um, Willow Wait, is no, she off. was not sitting like that. She was like she like had her knees up. She was just like sitting with her knees up, <laughs> fetal position. Uh, Willow is obviously traumatized. She's yep. basically like, I've seen some shit, but this is some real shit, Buffy. This wasn't our world anymore. It was a vampire's world. What are we going to do? And this is what sparks Buffy to... Well, she was like, and they had fun. You could tell they had fun doing it. Yeah. Because, like, another thing that's going on throughout this episode is Buffy's saying, like, the vampires are getting more bold. They're more ballsy. They're, like, mm-hmm. really getting just closer. playing with their food. Mm-hmm. So, um, major stirrings. And then... We also noticed, like we said, that she still has her prom dress on because she just rushed over. Um, this is also the moment where Buffy, I think, decides, like, she's going to go back and try to get her job back that she quit so abruptly. You know what I mean? This is that that person who quit well, the blockbuster yeah. and decided they needed a paycheck, so then they went back to beg for their job. But, like, I get it, Buffy. I get it. No. Once again, she's very protective of her friends. She never wants her friends to be hurt. So she sees Willow hurt, and she's like, this is what my job means. My job means stopping people from getting hurt. And I can't let that happen, even if it means I'm going to die. Yeah, why not? Let's do this. Uh, And then we cut to the master doing some devil woo-woo shit, saying, soon. And then we cut to, like I said, it's a lot of cut to's. Uh, the library with Giles and Miss Callender, and he's giving her the full lowdown. Um, and my favorite line that she says is, <laughs> Buff- "Yeah, she goes, Buffy's the Vampire Slayer. She's so little, so little." Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, also, like, how didn't she? How did she not know a lot of this stuff? I guess they didn't find any vampires in the last one, so she just assumed. Like, how did she not know half of this stuff already if she was already, like, involved with the whole last episode of things? Well, the other episode she was in was the Internet Demon. Yeah. Didn't really have anything to do with vampires. And so just, like, after that was done, she was like, oh, that was, like, weird. And it was weird how, like, everybody knew about this stuff. But, like, I'll just leave it alone for now. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Um... Uh, Giles and Miss Callender are just figuring out that the anointed one is the kid, which I thought we also knew, but I guess we didn't. Um, Buffy no, they, walks... they killed the anointed one in the oh, episode the, about the, the date. They thought it was the big buff guy. Um, the, no. With the tattoos. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. In the episode where Buffy goes on the date with what's his face? Mm-hmm. The sensitive guy. Hot guy. Yeah. 
Owen. 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 Um, yes. Buffy walks in on, on them as uh, they're discussing this. And Giles is like, no, Buffy, I'm going to go fight the master. Buffy's like, no, no, no. I know I quit, but I'm back at this and I'm still wearing my prom dress. So, like, I'm going to do this. And Giles is like, there's nothing you can say that will change my mind. She goes, I know. Bam! Knocks him out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, And then my other favorite line in this episode is when he wakes up. Tell him something cool and tell him I said it. You know it's serious when she doesn't have the energy for a quip. Like, she can't even come up with her own. Which Mm -hmm. I think is, like, just clever. Clever writing. Just to be like, what's something... They were probably sitting around being like, what what cool thing could Buffy say to tell to Giles? And somebody was like, what if she just, like, doesn't come up with anything? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Miss Calendar's like, but if you fight the master, you'll die. And she goes, maybe I'll take him down with me. Holds up crossbow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Buffy and the crossbow go outside. Uh, crossbow with three bolts on it. Like, yeah. Not a lot of ammo to deal with. No. She's going to have to take him out quick. Also, the odd thing for me is like, for all this buildup with this fucking kid, he does one fucking thing. Oh, he's just like, hi, can I take you to the master? Yeah. Buffy walks out, the little kid, we know is the anointed one, is there saying, help me. And she goes, it's okay, I know who you are. Kid holds out his hand, he walks off with her down to the the fucking Yeah, so the whole commercial. setup was that he was supposed to be, a, like, it was supposed to be a trick for him to lead her to the master. But then she already knew who he was, which I think goes against the prophecy. Yeah. Because it says that she will not know him, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. she immediately walks up to him. She's like, I know you. Yeah, no kids just hanging out at a high school. So we're already bucking the prophecies here. Mm-hmm. It's a good sign. Um, then there was a commercial break. After the commercial break, GWX, uh, Giles, Willow, and Xander are in the library yep. with Miss Calendar. Uh, Giles tells him the prophecy. Xander's a little freaked out. Like, why did you let her go? And Giles is like, well, if you can't tell by the fucking bag of ice on my fucking face, I didn't let her. <laughs> yes. Um, Willow's and then Xander to... is just, well, wait, what does Willow do? She's just telling everybody to be calm. Oh. She's like, she's going up to people and just like rubbing their arms to calm them down. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Xander's like, fuck no, I'm gonna go save Buffy. Yeah, you do that, human with no powers. You do that. He's like, I know who'll know where the master is. Storm, storm, storm. Yeah, and then uh, Miss Calendar's like... There's a lot of cutting back and forth at this point between Buffy slowly walking down to the master's lair and then everything else that's going on. Well, the other thing, too, is... this whole time while we're talking about this, just assume Buffy is slowly walking through some sewers and caves and tunnels in a prom dress with a little boy. Well, also, before we leave the library, Willow and Xander leaves. Miss Calendar's like, hey, by the way, we have an apocalypse coming. And Willow looks at Miss Calendar, who I thought was like her favorite teacher, as she's a computer nerd. And is like, why is she fucking in the club? (laughs) And I was like, she's a pagan. Like, how is she? What? Anyway. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we're doing the sewers and then we cut to Angel's apartment, uh, where he gets a knock on the door. 
Um, surprise, surprise. Like it's Xander. It's Xander. Um, she's like, Buffy's gone. She went after the master. Angel's like, she's gonna die. And Xander's like, take me to the master. Angel's like, he's gonna kill you. Xan holds up a cross and is like, no bitch. The, uh, take me and then goes off on how Angel is wrong for Buffy and Angel's like you love her and Xander's like don't you cut to library wow it's like I was there yeah they were really <laughs> sassy back and forth to each other too just like that uh, yeah they uh, it's awful watching the two of them interact yeah um, or do you like that Hmm. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> so in the library, Miss Calendar is like, so if the Hellmouth opens and the Master is underground, where exactly is the Hellmouth going to like open? You know, like maybe we should go there. Like mm, it's a good yeah. start for things. Well, um, also maybe we should tell people to get away from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's going to be someplace where vampires gather to. So, mm-hmm. like, we need to make sure people aren't there. And also, Giles is, like, Giles is, like, never thought of this before. Even though, like, yeah. to me, Giles is the epitome of book smart, but not street smart. Or sure. he's selectively smart. Sure. Well, Willow's like, well, when the harvest happened, mm-hmm. all the vampires went to the bronze. So maybe mm-hmm. that's where it's going to happen. Yeah, this calendar's like, all right, let's go to the bronze. We're going to tell the kids to get out of there because it's the prom. We do not need no prom being swallowed up by the Hellmouth. Mm. So she and Willow go to, like, warn everybody to get away, which I don't know how effectively two people are going to, like, a student and a teacher are going to be able to get the prom to shut down. Right. Two crazy people look just as crazy as one crazy people. Yeah. Um, also during this time, Buffy finally makes it to the master's lair in her little le- leather jacket, prawn dress, crossbow combo. Um, Hot. huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a look, it's a vibe, it's a feeling. Um, also at some point, I believe she like loses the jacket, which I don't know when that happened. Um, but the master's like, welcome. And Buffy's like, thanks for having me, but you have some water damage. (laughs) And then my other, I had a lot of really good favorite lines because then the master was like, oh, good, the feeble banter portion of the fight. Why don't we just cut to (laughs) as Buffy like shoots him? The Buffy, all of a sudden, it's like, I feel like with the computer scene or the same person that wrote the computer episode with Miss Calendar, I think wrote this one because the master had was a lot funnier. In this one. Interesting. Uh, a lot of the same little, little like, ooh, ooh. Um, also, me, uh, she shoots him, but it has no effect. Uh, it and then not the same writer. Oh, I mean, that? there could be contributing writers that wrote the master's lines. and. Oh, also, I do think, because uh, I'm not Cause with jo- you. Because the- Joss Whedon wrote and directed this episode, and this is the first episode that he both wrote and directed. Oh, Says so baby. Um, also, yeah, you gotta I think, have you gotta have control of the finales. I think this um, episode is in your book. Oh, mm-hmm. it's over there. It's just yeah. Uh, but then I also abbreviated Xander and Angel as Zanang. Um, Zanang. Zanang. 
uh, as they try to get into the master's lair. And Xander's like, you're looking at my neck. Stop looking at my neck. Angel's like, oh, my God, no, I wasn't. Chill, bitch. And Xander's like, I told you to eat before we left. Was this like a feminist commentary? How so? Like, stop looking at my boobs. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? Was it just like, you know, a role reversal of... My eyes are up here, sir. You know, now Xander realizes what women have to go through, being objectified. And now Xander realizes what he does to women uh, all the time. On a daily basis. Sweaters, remember? The sweater, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um... Uh, meanwhile, the master's like, you're not going to kill me with that thing as she reloads. Uh, you know, you're a part of this. You're not the hunter. You're the lamb. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're the lamb. Uh, then like, we go... I'm not a Mariah fan. <laughs> um, and then we go back to the library, and Giles is like, let's figure this out. Willow is says the last time he tried to rise oh this is when he she says the thing about the bronze and then uh willow's like oh my god it's a prom and then i also put in parentheses she said prom not spring fling it's the writers yeah. can't even decide oh, no. she literally yeah she just said prom mm-hmm. and she is like one of the students so she should know better mm-hmm. so I just realized my fingers were like twisted um <laughs> as i was pointing to my notes fun uh, and of course, I was like, of course, the bronze is the center of the Hellmouth. This makes absolute sense. This is why they have so many cockroach problems, um, fumigation parties, etc. Absolutely makes sense. That's um, and then Willow and Calendar go to warn everyone at the prom. Giles just hangs back, lets the girls handle it. Uh, he's going to keep looking into this shit. Um, I'm not going to focus on the cut to Buffy because they're just like going through some shit. Um, and we'll jump into uh, Miss Calendar and Will. Uh, hordes of zombies. Or hordes, vampires. Hordes of vampires. Uh, Miss Calendar's like, um, so I don't think they're going to the bronze. I think they're coming here as we see 200 fucking vampires all just like creepily, again, slowly walking up. Slowly. To I feel like if this were meant to be like a war. You might want to move a little faster, you know? It would, it would be more like that scene in um, one of the Twilights. I don't mm-hmm. know which one. But the vampires and the werewolves. It was the vampires and the werewolves that were going to war or vampires and more vampires? Vampires and more vampires. Okay. It was so weird. I had never seen any of the movies. And one day I was, one summer I was bored. Mm-hmm. And I lived within somewhat walking distance of a theater. So I just walked to the theater and decided to see a movie by myself and it was the like fourth twilight i think yep just and the I, just, I mean that's yeah. what i did for adventures basically i just saw like the the age of ultron and called it i was like man that's fine <laughs> yeah um and then we cut back to the master and buffy and they're just like slowly going at it you know fighting not sex um yeah. He trances her so she can't move. And then the master is like, you're going to be the one that sets me free. If you hadn't come, oh, I could yeah. go. Because he drops this little line about prophecies. Uh-huh. But prophecies are tricky creatures. They don't tell you everything. And then guess what happens? They don't tell you everything. No. That's foreshadowing. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't tell him everything either because he exactly. fucking bites he her. he knows everything just because, meh. He goes at Fuck that jugular. Right. He drinks him some sweet, sweet Buffy juice. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, the power. It's like he had his first energy drink. But, like, he's a fucking, you know, like, king of vampires. Mm-hmm. He should know how much blood he needs to drink to effectively kill somebody. But instead, he just, like, takes a little sip and then just, like, dunks her in a pool. Yeah. He basically, like... Uh, like, why would you leave good Slayer blood untapped? Right? So weird. Um, maybe it was, like, too overpowering. You know, like, you could drink, like, a gallon of water versus, like, a gallon of, like, monster uh, and you should definitely drink more than the other, because if you were to drink the full gallon of Monster, you'd be like, fuck, you know what I mean? So maybe, like, he only could take a little bit. Who knows? Science. Um, but he basically drops her into this little underwater sewer pot puddle. A, a, a shallow pond. Yeah, uh-huh. really a puddle. And then he walks away and is like, oh, yeah, by the way, I like your dress. <laughs> Um, what, a bitch. what a bitch. And the master finally breaks free and leaves just as Xander and Angel finally make it in and pull Buffy out of the water to realize she did. Yeah. She's All not right, breathing. Buffy. It's been nice. Uh, it's weird that you're going to get replaced on your own show because um, you're dead now. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was slayed by hosting, vamp- you know, now hosted by Slayer. Muffy. Muffy. (laughs) From Clue. Clueless. Uh, Then there's a commercial. Xander's like, no, she isn't dead. She needs CPR. Which makes me believe she actually wasn't dead. Uh, That he just thinks she drowned in the pond, which is not wrong. Um, So he gets his chance to finally... but like... Well, she she gets... Stop breathing. He gets his chance to finally fucking kiss her. Well, because why? Because Angel has no breath. Coronavirus. Huge continuity issue here. Yeah, haven't we heard him breathing before? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. Also, like, in multiple scenes later throughout the series, like, you see, like, when it's cold and somebody's breathing, like, you see vampires, like, have breath. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a vampire character that comes in later that smokes a lot. Mm. And, like, how do you smoke if you can't give somebody CPR? Interesting. Maybe they're not... Maybe it's, like, not breath. Maybe it's just uh, rotting inside gas. You know what I mean? Maybe. Um, So, just as this happens, we cut to Calendar and Willow. Um, It's like they're still standing in the fucking parking lot. Well, um, the, the vampires are slow. Yeah, they're slow. Um, and they're like, why are they coming here? And then Cordelia, like, pulls up and is like, bitches, get in. We're pulls going shopping. Up. She's like, what? Boom. Whip. Um, yeah, I was like, Cordelia pulls up in the whip. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. And then we go because back. Because apparently she's learned how to drive since episode three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't her fault. She was like, you know, she was going to class for it. She's just blinded by, like, Bird Box or whatever it was. 
Okay. Uh, bird box. That's true. Um, she was doing the bird box challenge while taking her driving class. Oh! Um, uh, and then Xander saves Buffy. He doesn't think he's going to do it. And all of a sudden she takes a gasp. And I don't know if it's because I've been playing so much Zelda, but like it, it reminded me of the scenes in Zelda where he like notices something. You know what I mean? And he does like this little like gasp, like, because they even like played this little like sparkle noise in the background. So it's like when like, or like an Animal really? Crossing, you know, where they get the little like exclamation point above their head, uh-huh. and they're like, "Oh, that's what it looked like." Um, and then we see that she's alive. So I think she died briefly. Um, briefly, she died. Briefly. Um, and then we go back to Cordelia, where she was basically saying she was mourning her dead boyfriend at the place we used to fuck around. <laughs> she was just she's hanging out in their old makeout spot. Or they're doing it, Spot. Um, And these things came out of nowhere, so she decided to drive back to the school, I guess. Um, So they're like, we need to get in the library. And she's like, I'm fucking on it. And she slams on her fucking (laughs) car and drives into the school. All three of them. Like, Cordelia's a badass. Like, Buffy can die. Let Cordelia be the new Slayer. Um, Uh, What if if Buffy died and Cordelia was imbued with Slayer... I'd be so there for that. Power. Uh-huh. Because then she has to maintain her popularity and slay vampires. Ah! Um, Cordelia, uh, then we come back to the master, and he's coming out. Um, I guess he's, like, somehow made it out of the cave and up on top of a building. He made it well, all so now out that, of the school. Now that he, um, yeah, now that he has Buffy's blood, he's able to push through the magical barrier that was keeping him down. Uh, he somehow made his way up while Xander and Angel were making their way down and they didn't pass by each other. Mm-mm. Uh, who knows? Okay, it's a cavern. It's a <laughs> and, it's a yeah, and he made it up onto the roof of the school. Mm-hmm. Right next to the little skylight that yep. looks into the library. And he's like, my beautiful world. And I was like, us when we get out of this quarantine, am I right? <laughs> am I right? Am I right? Um, I don't know exactly when this happens. Well, have we gotten to the part where the tentacles start coming out of the library floor yet? Uh, kind of. So there was, and I meant to write it down and I forgot, but there was one scene where Cordelia and the rest of them, I think it happens ver- like right now, where they run into the library to try to barricade right, They themselves. drive the car into the school and then jump out and get into the library and start barricading the door. And you just see like one, I thought it was a snake, especially with like the sound effects. Like The just, sound effect did sound sneaky. I thought it was like a snake in the backdrop and I was like, oh, it's coming out of the cracked floor. This is just more, more evil, but I didn't realize like what it was going to be. Um, also during this time, Buffy like, kind of comes to and is like trying to track the master and they're like Buffy you're weak and she's like no I feel strong no, I, feel I feel different strong. so did she get like did they like transfer or is like the little bit you know when like a you like a mosquito bites you you kind of get the stuff that's on their f- f- mosquito fangs whatever that is or like when certain things bite you they like soften your skin first with like a venom to then bite you and suck out your blood. Did she like pick up, did some of that, like, is she like one eighteenth vampire now? No. <laughs> what? 
Why does she feel so much stronger? She just had blood taken out of her. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's psychological. I think she oh, magical. has faced death and conquered it, and now this, the whole but the whole like next half of it does make it seem like something magical happened to like make right. her even stronger, <laughs> like than what she was. I just, I just think that she is not afraid. That she has no fear. Okay, well, we interpreted this. And as we learned in the last episode, no, the episode before that, fear is strong. Fear is strength. Well, no, fear is, fear is, uh, well, fear is strong. Fear is not strong. Oh, yeah, that's the master. That's what the master said. That's right. To the kid, that means absolutely nothing. Because the kid has just fucking appeared at this point. All the kid was was a a tour guide. He was like, hi. Can I Have ask the master? Does, does he ever come back? No, absolutely not. Why? 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 Why <laughs> do we do this? Why do we build in these empty storylines? Uh, like literally, the kid, like they didn't have to go through any of that. They could have killed the anointed one and just like left it. You know what I mean? Well, then how would Buffy have found the master? I guess it does. It did give the master someone to talk to. You know what I mean? But it also seemed like the master was like prepping him to be like the new master or like his little dark prince i don't know um then we cut to oh yeah the girls are trying to barricade themselves i was like at this point i put it in bold i'm starting to think the library is the gate of the hell mouth hey uh, i'd be on to something <laughs> cordelia screams as a vampire grabs her arm also at another point a, a vampire does reach his arm through these little porto things she grabs his arm and bites it she bites goes it. let's see you like it yes amazing iconic uh, iconic um see that's why she's part of it right what happens when you bite a vampire then do you get their powers well she did buffy has explained before they suck your blood, you suck their blood. It's a whole sucking thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Cordelia sucked any blood out of this vampire. That's where I honestly thought when Buffy and Angel, or when Angel and Xander found Buffy, that he was going to be like, I've got to give her my blood, and she's going to become like half vampire now. That's Which, so like, true blood. I know. I love that show. Um,. Cut to Buffy doing a badass walk to the intro music of Buffy in her prom dress. And then she sees a vampire and she goes, oh, look, a bad guy. Basically just like elbows him down. She trips him. Is that all she did? Yeah, she just tripped him and walks away. But that's like she should have at least like staked him as she walked by. Yeah, like finish the job. What the fuck? You just trip him and that's and then she goes in the school and says one way or another this won't take long cut to um, cut to so we did... biting a vampire biting a vampire uh and like this tentacle like grabs willow by the leg mm-hmm. uh it's, i feel like it's at this point that the rest of the hellmouth creature starts to emerge Mm-hmm. And it looks very alien. Yeah. Like, like the um, movie. Also it. very also very Tremors. I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen any of those four movies? Or Tremors the series? <laughs> uh, that's going to be a no from me, dog. Uh, oh, you need to watch Tremors. Okay. You don't have to watch all four. 
Although, um, in the second or third one, so like the it, the first one is about this like underground giant earthworm that, like, if it hears you walking, it can like find you and swallow you up mm-hmm. to the ground. Uh, and then I think in the second one, they start the tremors monsters start to walk, and then in the third one, they start to fly and like shoot acid. Uh, or some, I think the but anyways, all that to say the flying ones, they call them ass blasters. That's terrible. So just I flying think penises? there's something in there for you. <laughs> I love a good ass blaster. Ass blaster. Um, anyways, the mo- the 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 monster, the master, is very pleased with the uh, popping up of the tentacled hellmouth monster mm-hmm. I, I i saved this video because it's such a s- stupid clap that he does um, let me find it so here it's hard you just like Oh no! Oh yeah, I saw it. It was a, a golf. He's clap. just like he like it's barely making contact with the other hand. He's <laughs> like, like, Ooh, a monster. Uh, it's it's the I think Nicole Kidman did it during the Oscars where she like throws oh, her yes. fingers all the way back. At a certain time of those award shows, like clapping your hands all the time gets hard. So you just want to like relieve the swollen palms, you know? Yeah, the master's uh, like, ooh, ooh boy. Clapping Ooh. all day. Uh, so yeah, the snake thing grabs the foot. It explodes. Um, the master doing. I said the master doing a golf clap, saying yes, yes. <laughs> um, Buffy shows up. The master's like, "Bitch, you dead." And Buffy's like, "I may be dead, but I'm still pretty." Oh, I did clip that. You did clip it. Did. You're dead. I may be dead. But I'm still pretty. There's more that I can Good say for you. Uh, yep. He goes, you were destined to die. It was written. And she goes, well, what can I say? I mean, I flunked the written. Um, meanwhile, they're fighting this thing in the library. Um, and then we go back to Buffy. Another one of my favorite lines. Did you clip this one? Or Buffy's in a trance. She walks up to the master. She's faking it. Um, and uh, she goes, you have a fruit punch mouth. And she knocks him out. His powers don't work on her anymore. I can't tell if you're frozen or not. Well, uh, I'm going to hang up. Hey, uh, oh, now we're recording. We're back. We had a hey. slight technical difficulty um i use this moment to use the bathroom so give me two seconds to get back in in the position i was gonna make a snack but you call me back too soon so you know what i mean do what we can okay all right we're back yay slight technical you know this is the fun of recording in quarantine you know anything can happen um i don't know what you heard last because you were like you were looking at your phone, well, and for a while I just thought you were looking at your phone, and then I realized, oh, you're not moving. I know, you were talking, and you were like, you, are you frozen? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm right here. <laughs> Listen to me. 
I wonder what it's going to look like in the recording. Uh, probably just you frozen. Are you frozen again? Well, it's like whenever you're in, but what? No, I'm not frozen. <laughs> I'm saying I'm frozen. Okay. Um, so we talked about the master saying, or we said that she flunked, flunked the written, right? Yes. And then um, fruit punch mouth. Yeah, so Buffy's in this little girl trance, and she goes, you know what, you have front punch mouth, which, like, looking at him, he absolutely does. It's right. all red. This and of the blood drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, like, blood turns brown, so it's, like, weird. Um, and his powers don't work on her anymore, which is why, again, I thought something magical happened. Because, like, how do they work the first time and not now? Well, if anything, her, he's more powerful. Mentally, she's mentally stronger now. What is this, mind karate? Um, She's grown. um, And then I just have a note, literally, if I can show you, that says, fight scene time. Fight, fight, fight. Everybody's fighting everything. And we're fighting, and there's lots of fighting. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to Very that. Mm -hmm. Buffy is, like, so amped. Buffy's like, if you're so amped about hell, go there. And then she ends up slamming the master through the roof of the library, which is just like a glass observatory, onto onto a conveniently broken piece of wood. Yep. um, Where he does this, like, spouting of blackness out of his, like, you know, his all of his orifices in his face. Um... And a very, very, very clean skeleton is left in yeah. its place, but no other vampire leaves the skeleton. Yes. He was the master, I guess, is the explanation for that. Is he supposed to be like the original vampire or no? No. He's just one of the older vampires. He's just older. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, um,. And then the vampires are gone. Assumedly, the Hellmouth is closed. Right, because the creature, the tentacle alien tremors creature, went back in. Mm-hmm. Into the ground. Um, <clears throat> and then I have a note here that says, this whole ordeal was not as huge as everyone made it seem. No, yeah. Very manageable. No, because I'm like, what? Was gonna, I mean, I guess maybe cataclysmic events would still like continue to happen if the ma- master was walking the earth, yeah. and like maybe this tentacle creature would get bigger and like start to take over more stuff, or like you know, I don't know, but like it just, yeah, it didn't seem like that big a deal. Yeah, it seems like just go to an Buffy school. solved it by slaying the vampire the same way she would have slayed any vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, because isn't the thing if you kill the master, his babies die situation? So, like, all of the vampires that the master made died? Is that where they went? I think so. Wasn't Angel made by the master? No. Oh. He was made by Darla. Oh, that's right. Who was made by the master? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then Calendar's like, what do we do now? Giles is like, well, I need to get out of this fucking mess. Like, he's done. He needs a, uh, a little weekend getaway. Um, and the kids are like, let's party. There's a fucking dance going on. Let's yep. go to prom. We saved uh, the world. I say we party. Yeah. Uh, she calls the master a loser. Last final yeah. dig. 
Um, and then they all go back to normal, go off to party, and they're hungry. And then I have yep. a note that says, um, rather bluntly, end of season one. Yeah. Uh, apparently, when they're walking out, there was a small unscripted moment that happens where Angel says, like, I like your dress. And Buffy says, yeah, it's been a huge hit with everyone. <laughs> apparently that wasn't scripted. They just left but, it in. You know. Because mm-hmm. throughout the episode, I mean, like, Willow said it, the master said it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, will. she's like, yeah, I'm fucking over this dress. What if she keeps that? Or, like, donates that, you know? Goodwill. Goodwill. Um, well, that's it. That's the end of Yay. season one. Uh, next week, we'll be back with our recap of... Cruel Intentions. Yes. Uh, We're taking a, a Buffy break. season break. Yep. A bit Buffy of a break, break number one. Mm-hmm. Starting with Cool Intentions. We'll we'll do a different movie in between each season. Just to freshen it up, liven it up, see what's going on in the rest of Sarah Michelle Geller's world. And um, to give you that real that real cliffhanger feeling that an actual season watching it live would have given you, you know? Right. You'd have to wait another like nine months for it to come back. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, you can follow this show on Instagram at HML Slay. You nope. can follow That's not me on Instagram. What, what? <laughs> HML Slay Queen? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I always type in HML Slay and the rest auto populates. Yeah. HML Slay Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and now your computer's freaking out again. Uh, oh, I can't hear you. No? Oh, there you I are. I wasn't talking. <laughs> This is glorious. Uh, you can follow me. You can me follow at, <laughs> me at Elmo's Modern Life. And me at Andy from Boy Story. Uh, get you some merch, cover your titties at HML Shop. Follow Art. our other shows at HML Political Hookup <laughs> and Elmo's Modern Life, the podcast. Uh. <laughs> We have a website. <laughs> almostmodernlife.com. Shoot us an email. At almostmodernlife at gmail.com. How's that wine feeling right about now? I think the delay is a little bit more problematic than the wine. It sounds so... It makes you sound more drunk. I'm going to hang up on you now. <laughs> Uh, well, get out there and slay, bitch. Slay. Bye. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production.